Hey friend, welcome to the Grounded Sleep Podcast. I'm David, and I'll be your guide tonight, helping you cross the river from the waking state to the shores of the deep sleep state so you can get a really good rest. And in tonight's meditation, I'm going to put you to sleep with some stories. So as you fall asleep, and hopefully you're in bed and ready to go, you could be in a meditative state. And that just means you have this general awareness of your thoughts, of your body, and of your, let's say, energetic space. And you don't need to do anything. You don't need to try to fall asleep. You just get to relax while I bore you with some stories. Hopefully they're not too interesting. Maybe I should just start with one where I go to my accountant. <laughs> oh, you're, you're already asleep? Okay. I recently released a book, The Seven Energies of the Soul. And if you want me to bore you to sleep, <laughs> you can get the audiobook. So... Before I wrote the book, I started getting a sense of maybe it's time to write something. And one night I got invited out to dinner with some friends. And by the way, while I tell this story, hopefully you're in a really good place in bed nice and comfortable and breathing nice and deeply. So I go out to dinner with some friends and there's one gentleman at dinner. Let's just say they were somewhat famous. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying who it is. It's just a fact of the story. I didn't know they were going to be there. And we were having a really nice conversation about life and purpose. And I'll never forget what this person said to me and a friend. He said, as you kind of develop in your career, There will be people out there, let's call them agents or managers, publishers, that see you kind of like a fruit on a tree, and they want to pluck you off the tree before you're ripe, and they want to squeeze the juice out of you, and they use numbers, everything to them is numbers. How much can I get out of you? 
never forget it. He said, don't go with those people who see you as a number. Go with the ones that see you as a human being with potential. And go with the ones that will help you harness that potential. And share that potential. And literally the next day, I get a call from a publishing company that said, based on our algorithm, we think that you should write this book. We already have the title. We're going to outline the book for you. And based on our numbers, we think this is how well it will do. And I immediately thought of the dinner the night before and the advice that I got. And so I said, no, no, thank you. But it got me thinking about writing a book more. And so I called an author friend of mine who I will mention on this podcast, Scott Stabile, who has a lovely book called Big Love. And I asked him for some advice. And he gave me great advice and said, we'll find you a publisher that's not going to just try to squeeze (laughs) the juice out of you or see you as a number. And I went up to Canada not long after that. And my very good friend, Dr. Lisa Polinski, who's a wonderful meditation teacher and naturopathic doctor, she said, hey, David, come stay at my house. I'm going away. Enjoy it. And so I was right near the water for about a month. And I walked up and down the water, just listening to podcasts from writers, publishers, and other kinds of guides on how to structure a book, how to write. I started contemplating ideas, different directions I wanted to go. And every evening, as I walked up and down the water, it was so calm and peaceful. It was the summer. And it was in a place called Victoria on Vancouver Island in Canada. And I just soaked up the energy, this beautiful, beautiful energy of that place. 
and I found a little coffee shop right around the corner that only had two tables inside. And I sat down and I just started writing. And I first started writing all of my stories, kind of like my life experiences, my travels through India, living in Hawaii, exploring Bali, Thailand, getting a degree in philosophy, studying meditation, visiting gurus in the Himalayas, stories of heartbreak and loss, moments of wisdom and clarity and spiritual awakening. I didn't have a direction for the book. I just started writing stories. And slowly over time, as I wrote more and more, I started thinking about my students, about all the people I teach meditation, all the people I've counseled over the years, and the issues that they would bring me, the problems they would experience, the challenges in life they couldn't overcome. And I realized there was a pattern that they were all asking the same questions. And that's where I started developing the concept of the seven energies of the soul. So if someone was having a hard time with relationships and love. I saw them as someone developing their inner lover. And if someone was having a hard time with their career, maybe they were developing their inner creator. If someone was afraid to get up and speak, sing or dance, Maybe they were developing their inner artist. And if someone wanted to become a guide, a teacher of some kind, perhaps they were developing their inner master. And so rather than there being problems, or challenges. I help my students reframe that energy and help them recognize they were developing a very deep part of their soul that wanted to manifest out into the world. And life is kind of the way I see it. 
like a painting. And when our awareness passes through our bodies into the world, no matter what direction we turn, we're creating, we're painting. And we're creating in one of these seven directions as a creator, as a healer, as a warrior, as a lover, an artist, an explorer, or a master. So it's kind of like a rainbow that comes out of us. And if we don't pay attention to each area of life, we lose balance. And to fulfill each area of life, we need energy. And to have energy, we need rest. So tonight as you fall asleep, your body is getting rest. Just allow your body to melt into your bed. Your mind is getting rest. Allow it to become quiet. And even the deepest part of you, your soul, your essence, your being, whatever you want to call it, is also getting rest. So to finish the story, I eventually wrote the whole book, found a wonderful publisher, recorded the audiobook in this studio in my house where I'm doing this meditation for you. And I shared it with the world. The process wasn't perfect or pretty. But inch by inch, word by word, sentence by sentence, it slowly came out of me. 
So as you fall asleep, allow yourself to have the intention that you're going to rest so that tomorrow something beautiful can come out of you. Not something perfect, something beautiful. Something sacred. to drift off into the deep ocean of sleep have a wonderful rest I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.